That's good. Oh, oh I guess <laughs> that's good. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode 49, which means it's the 4801 to 49-minute mark. I am your host, Aaron, and as the most Indiana Jones-esque, I am the springer of this podcast. Oh. To my right are no doubt the blur and perceptor of the podcast. Uh, please introduce yourself. I'm Ryan. I'll be perceptor. And I'm Caleb, I'll be Blur, I guess. Who has very few lines in this movie, and I am the one who nobody understands what I'm talking about. And uh, joining as a very special guest host, the uh, love of my life, and knows nothing about Transformers whatsoever, and has had a bottle and a half of, <laughs> of wine, and has been binging on the show, the NBC hit drama, Bo- This Is Us. A bottle and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> My, my wife Melody has decided Yay. to join us. Hey guys, hi, <laughs> welcome really me. Thank you for it's welcoming. It's a very special episode. <laughs> yeah. I think this is going to be great because this is like a this is a big uh, this is a big RC minute. This is a big proof that we know ladies minute. From she does I, exist. From what I understand, this is the one of the cutest minutes. It, it is the so most far, sincere. Because it's all Daniel. I would say it's a very maternal minute. Maternal. Yeah. And let me just. Full disclosure, fans, that I just watched that minute for the first time in my entire life, and and they are correct. It's, it's extremely <laughs> maternal. Now have and I can relate maternal? to that minute. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the Transformers movie? Um, Is this I, the first time you've ever seen anything of the Transformers movie? This particular minute, fans. And fans of the movie, not fans of the podcast. We don't presume that anybody's a fan of the podcast. We just say listeners, yeah. listeners, but. and fans alike. Full disclosure, I've never seen a single second of the movie. Until now. So Until talk now. about now your relationship to Transformers. So here's what I need you to know. Melody. About my relationship with I assume with people will be able to discern her voice from ours. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, the, I'm the more feminine of the three, four voices today. Yes. Um, my So my relationship with this um, Transformer experience is that I live in a house <laughs> that um, I also share with Aaron and he works in the basement and in the basement as I look around are thousands and thousands of dollars worth of Transformers. Hey, you don't have to put a money amount and on thousands. I don't want to get robbed. And thousands. <laughs> but um, but I understand that this is part of of your guys's experience and so I respect that. But today is the very first day that I felt, you know, I want to be part of that. Mhm. Yeah. And so Aaron isn't extremely excited about it, but the, go- the other guys—nervous—the <laughs> other guys are really excited about me being here. So thank you for welcoming yeah. me, almost everybody but Aaron. Yeah. Well, I think he'll—I think well, you know—he'll grow—he'll grow to appreciate this experience. Yes, he will. I feel like your voice—I don't know if it's your radio voice or the, or your wine voice. I feel like it's an octave higher. <laughs> I think it's—I think it's just her professional. Oh, you voice. sound great. Oh, this is my 
this is my professional voice. Okay. So All right. if you want my like everyday voices like this, like hey, clean <laughs> the dishes. Like, she sounds like a smoky. What are you doing? Turner. Like a beat up cocktail race. <laughs> Why are you still playing with that transformer? Can you get up here and fucking make but dinner no, already? I think she sounds great. Thank so, you, guys. Yeah. You do sound great. But we, are, are you not counting the champagne we had with the mimosas not, earlier? I'm only counting the regular wine. I'm not <laughs> counting the half a bottle of champagne. But we had mimosas, so those don't count. Right? Yeah, because it's a breakfast orange drink. juice that's and like, it's a breakfast drink. Well, it's like brunch doesn't count as a meal, really. Nope, you breakfast, nope. lunch, dinner. If you throw a brunch in, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a snack. <laughs> so, Aaron, where are we here? What's going on? So, well, we got, guys, we have a shout-out that oh. uh, I wanted to uh, We got another shout-out? And Melody will like this shout-out. What a perfect time again for you to join us. All right, I mean, darling. the universe is aligned in such a great way. Uh, Bottles so, of wine and all. Uh, this is an iTunes user that goes by the name of Best Guest Host Cuban B. Oh, <laughs> I love Cuban B. I have a secret like, relationship been... with Cuban B, but go ahead. It's oh, a shout-out. Well, I guess it's not a secret anymore. It's, it's a secret to me, but I can share it. You guys want to know? Sure. Let me, well, let, me go, let me go into this and we'll okay. catch up later. Okay. Uh, although maybe this should be recorded because I'll be using it in our divorce proceedings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> You're the one who said secret relationship. Okay, so... Uh, the headline is... Secret uh, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he decided to tell the uh, What's Cuban saying? Well, almost as good, under pressure. Under pressure. Well, is the headline. Uh, so, longtime listeners, by the way, will remember contest winner Cuban B from Wyoming. That's he guessed yes. it on episodes 23 and 24. That would be the It's Over Prime and the Tide Has Turned episodes. Mm-hmm. And he blessed the audience with a wonderful story about horribly offending the designer of Star Wars Episode One toys. Oh, my God. That's a lot of wine that's still being poured around here. Uh, but he goes on to say in his review... Since I'm on the phone with one of the hosts, I suppose I should leave a review. But seriously, folks, I look forward to this podcast. You could jump in at any episode and enjoy this sweet jam. Also, Caleb is pretty effing funny. That's right. What is with all the Caleb love? (laughs) Can I tell you that in real life, Caleb is really very effing funny. So, like, you guys guys know him from his radio persona, but, like, in (laughs) real life, off, off mic. Yeah. He's probably one of the funniest people. You know what they never get to see is Caleb on text. No, I mean, oh my god, no Caleb, he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We had a text chain yesterday that was unfortunate. No, and I I regret it, and I, I think I need to seek some sort of counseling. Caleb needs text counseling. It's, I made, I made. It is almost an abusive relationship. I made Melody cry once with a text. He did. Honestly, is that true? He did. Yes, it is. You want me to share that story real quick? Sure. I know you guys want to know. Because I'm an asshole on texting, and I really. Here's here's my uh, here's my take on the story. Set it up. So it was almost a year ago today, a little over a year and a month ago. I was watching This Is Us. Oh, Oh, Um, it just come out as a thing. I was watching it. I was binge watching it. But at the time, I was really sick. But I found out later that basically I had the flu. I was so so sick. So I texted all these guys that you're listening to right now. And I was just basically asking for help because I knew they were all coming over and I wanted help getting lunch prepared. I and do I was I was so sick that I couldn't like no. I really literally couldn't get up off of the couch and like take care of it. So I texted everyone and asked for help. And Caleb texted back and said, You could do all that online. Uh, basically saying like 
you know, I'm not helping you. You can do it yourself. <laughs> it was ordering and food, right? It was literally just ordering food online. <laughs> but I, I, I said, I'm sick. Can I get you guys to help me out? And they said, Because okay, Aaron was, Aaron had, was I? you had had surgery. Yeah. You were uh, incapacitated. Yeah. yeah. So Melody was pretty much helpless and was asking for help. And I said, to the, I said something to the effect of, with I, the way I do on text, I said, can you order food online? And you oh, said, yeah, it was, was a real passive and, like, uh, and you said, like, yes, I, they I do said, that. And I said, like, well, why, you, why don't you just why do don't you that? order food online? And so <laughs> then after I cried for about five minutes, I said, <laughs> okay, well, I'll just figure it out on my own. And then I passed out for another hour. <laughs> And then Caleb came over and realized I was so sick, and and he. Yeah. Of course, I'm nice me. in person. I came over and was like, "Oh, let me help you." Yeah. And then a second, I get back in my car and start texting. I'm like, "Thanks a lot for for being like annoying." Or you know, <laughs> <laughs> what was I? Did I not contribute to this at all? Nope, you were not here yet, and oh. I just kind of threw anyway, it out there to everyone. Anyway, I'm so sorry. It's so fine. For, Caleb. All, I'm so sorry to each and every one of you. I need to do something about. My passive aggressiveness behind <laughs> the uh, behind the phone. It's like that's and where you all of your pent up rage. It is. Life, it's true. I know, but so gets I need to like filtered and funneled. Uh, I need someone like in a therapeutic role to serve as uh, a punching bag for me. Like they can text me, <laughs> and I can just insult them. Like, do, do mm. you think that would is, would that? Melody, you're, I mean, that's you're, kind you're of mostly invo- involved in, in therapy, one way or another. Yeah. Is that is that a healthy type of therapy where I can I can actually pay someone to, and I can insult them? I don't know. Um, you know, that's definitely a, a, an approach you can uh, attempt, but I'm not sure that that will really result in like true. Maybe just uh, getting to the bottom of why you feel yeah. so angry. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I don't. I don't want to figure it out. I just, I just want to, to, to just delve do into it. it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, I like how I with Melody here, it's turned more into like an episode of The View. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else right, have any other issues? Thing. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Let's get this thing going. Last episode recap: We had Ultra Magnus's ship crash land on the. The planet of junk. There were no seatbelts involved. I think they do not wear seatbelts on the call. No. Uh, Daniel what? is somehow not been crushed by tons of cold steel. RC has protected him. Mm. And the wait, team... wait, is Daniel the human? Daniel's yeah, the little boy. boy. What? <laughs> Go on. And the team decides to salvage the ship, and Daniel, the lovable little scamp, wants, wants to help. help. Of course he does. Great it's kid. rough out there, kid. So that brings us to the top of this minute, and uh, you know, as we talked about last minute, Springer's he's a, he's a bit ambivalent about Daniel helping. It's you know, it's rough out there. Yeah, and then right up top at uh, the forty-eight. It's the way he says it, though. It's it is a like, little menacing. It's not like it's rough out. Hey, you know, it's rough out there. Look at him. He's like, it's rough out there. Like, he's and, got this facial expression. Yeah, it's kind of. And then Daniel smiling. Daniel's reaction is like the reaction of a kid who has wandered into the wrong <laughs> confessional. If you know what I'm talking about, like. Oh no! Oh no! It's out. <laughs> so, so that's a our, pedophile joke. Yeah, that happens, by <laughs> that, the way. That, man. That, I don't yeah. understand pedophile jokes. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so RC pulls out Daniel's exosuit and mm-hmm. uh, says that Daniel can probably be a little less worthless, that uh, he, can, he can just put that Dad's on. Dad's old exosuit. I definitely want to, for some Halloween, make this as a costume. Wow. I, 
I, I'll probably do the like a I'll do Robocop first because that's another like robot exosuit I want to build. Yeah, but this is like down the line. I want to do an exosuit from Transformers. Why as are a you costume. waiting? Just jump in here. It's true. No one I'll cares see you guys about later. Robocop. Everybody, more people care about Robocop than Transformers. Than this, well, or in than my this world costume. Cares about Robocop. It's this, true. This reference would not be even. I mean, it would be probably well received by Transformers fans at like a convention, but that's true. Else would really if know. we went to like a botcon. Right. Um, but so, also, Ryan can fit into this. Uh, yeah. Hey. Damn. Ryan Short Joe. Nice. The roast no is one. over. All right. So, Listen, so you, didn't you don't even know. Actually, That's true. I'm very tiny. That, this Ryan's is, tiny. I'm fun size. I'm, that is honestly the first really good dig, probably, in almost 50 episodes. Because most, my of, the size, time, yeah. most of the time, Caleb is the one that gets shit on for, it's true. for his lack of. Pre- which is really funny because Caleb is actually. Probably the most emotionally well-adjusted in real life, minus text exchanges. <laughs> he's the most. He's the mm-hmm. most well-adjusted. Right. But for whatever <laughs> reason, we give him the most shit on this show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you're here to nail Ryan. You're welcome. Bring me Ryan. down a peg. Listen, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love Ryan, yeah. but Ryan is definitely fun size. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like I see this. Whatever this. Uh, what do you call exo-suit? it? Exosuit. Like, exosuit. Mm-hmm. And I, I see it that in her arms. That a child arms. fits in. <laughs> in her arms. What's her name again? RC. RC. She looks like she might be a little taller than me, but not much. But I could <laughs> definitely see myself holding this this costume or uniform. Or what, what do you Exosuit. Exosuit. <laughs> Exosuit. Putting it down and making right. Someone lifts hop, me up. And Ryan's going to oh, hop like, on into it. That's really funny. The way that Springer lifts up Daniel yeah. and, and slides him into the and, exosuit. And it's going to fit perfectly because, you know, it. Ryan's fun. Well, that exosuit is large than Daniel. I don't understand the physics behind why uh, it, I think it probably gives who the user an extra probably three or four feet of height, but yeah. uh, but uh, whatever. Uh, before we go on in this minute, we've spoken ad nauseum, maybe Melody hasn't, but about Daniel, this child, mm-hmm. and his, the lack of his safety. He's- and lack of safety putting, always in, in danger in this film, oh, right? How so, in the world is da- is this Daniel child even part of this conversation? We would love. I mean, well, we should we kidnapped? No, no. I think <laughs> we, we, that's like, kind of. Is he a, an orphan? Basically, no. the idea is his father is Spike from the original cartoon, yes. and his father is on a, a moon base on Cybertron. And this is Spike's this is his son. exoskeleton. It's his old right. exoskeleton. Right. Mm-hmm. Exoskeleton. It's exoskeleton. Well, Figure is, is this is it's very common for any story where uh, a, a kid's written in, especially in a situation like this where it's like either the writer's perspective or it's or it's written in as to be the kid's perspective yeah, that's I, watching the movie. I feel like you're supposed to identify with Daniel, but Daniel's so like even as a kid, I remember I was not like, oh, I want right. to be Daniel. I was like, I want to be hot because right. he's, he's a little pussy. He's supposed to be. <laughs> a, he doesn't do it. He's, he's, he's supposed to be a vessel. Stop. He's supposed to be a vessel, but he's he's not a good vessel. I am completely out of the loop on this one. How old were you guys when you watched that ex- specific scene? Eight. 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 Yeah. Both, all of you guys were eight. eight. All three uh, of you. They're older than me, so seven and a half. <laughs> okay. About eight. So Daniel is probably eight or nine, right? Yes. And none I'd of you so. identified with Daniel? No. No. I don't understand that. Like, He's Daniel's not cool. supposed to be like, like, you're supposed to, like, transpose well, yourself into the scene, and I'm all way. of a sudden Daniel, but you guys all wanted to be, like, but the think about this way: the writers for this were clearly a lot older than us, and the writers thirty-year-old men. They were younger yeah. than us now. But, but. but it was very common in the in the like the forties, fifties, and sixties, and 
people of that for that generation to associate to bigger things like this through a kid or through a, like a more a, yeah a like immature, the, like Robin with Batman and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. There is a kid but analog, I, but it didn't. I never. I still kid just analog, to yeah. be like to get if we're in this fantasy world. I don't want to be the kid in the fantasy right. world. I, I, I want to be the point, robot. I think well, at this point in pop culture, that analog was wearing off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, think about it this way. Uh, your daughter, your youngest daughter, yeah. is nine. She watches Disney shows out the ass, and none right. of the kids in those Disney shows are her age. They're yeah. all slightly old. Like you, fa- you want to be that older person that has more True. freedom, responsibility, whatever, knowledge of the world, knowledge mm-hmm. of self. And mm-hmm. uh, in this, and and in the previous, so this movie, sorry, the, the, this is gonna might drone on a second, but uh, it's set in the year two thousand five. That's right. Oh, but it came gosh. out in the year eighty five. It came out in the year nineteen. 1980- 85, but the first so, yeah. this came out. The first season of Transformers was set in the year of 1985, right? And the main character, or the main human character, his father in that show, Spike, was, was like a, a teenager. He was like seven, but he was a teenager, right. so he was didn't seem as annoying to me because he was like, and he was like also handy and like that's he, true. He had a cool dad and all and that a girlfriend. shit. He had a girl, a hot ass girlfriend. <laughs> a hot ass girlfriend. <laughs> Who presumably so, became Daniel's he mom. Had a, he had a very pleasant, hey, attractive, beautiful. Carly. Carly. His, uh, you know, it was a high school romance that worked out. Yep. And uh, maybe he knocked her up in high school. We're gonna have to do the math on this. this well, is that is the that's the lost episodes. <laughs> that, well, yeah, you got to think about is, is that set, adds value. Is, yeah. is, is she Daniel's mother? Have we? Said, we did have a conversation. We did on talk about this. Is Carly on. Daniel's mother? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Daniel and Carly are together. Carly isn't in Carly's this Carly's not in this movie, but she is in season three. She is. And, you, and re- you recognize that they had a really hot romance, and then all of a sudden you're like, she's a hot oh, you ass can tell, girl. That's and right. You can tell they, Spike. Perhaps it. they had <laughs> relations. You can tell that Spike would take old Bumblebee out, pick up Carly, and maybe do a little Oh, my God. Do you think back, that but, Carly but and Spike back. fucked in the back of Bumblebee? I, I, like, I like how he's using the, the Volkswagen. All those other cars he can <laughs> I know. Ferraris, right. Lamborghini, like, yeah. police Listen. cars. Semi-trucks. Listen, <laughs> I'm not... the only one that would let him do it. L- yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know anything about cars. Sorry, fans. Lamborghinis <laughs> to Volkswagen. I don't think Lamborghinis even have back seats. There's sex, no like... room in a Lamborghini. <laughs> so, true. like, of course they're going to pick a... What is it, Bumblebee? He's yeah. a Volkswagen bug. I mean, Still he's got space car. in the trunk. I've he might got, as well not have a backseat. I've got room to move. <laughs> Actually, in the trunk is the engine. I don't really care yeah. what it's called. There's Terrible. space back there. Lamborghinis were like... Be- Beetles are deceptively roomy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan, I don't know anything I about anything. One. Yeah, Andy had a Beetle, yeah. right? Yeah, we owned one. Wait. It <laughs> caught on fire. Did I you ever FB no, in the back of it? No, but I'll tell you something. Wait, what's what FB, FB stand for? Yeah. Finger bang? Oh! <laughs> I, Gross! You, you would not want to do that in the back of a Volkswagen. Here's why. Really quick. God, we're going you want the FB in the back of a no, Volkswagen? No, 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 no. Here's, here's why you would not want to, Fuck to, to any do relations. anything in the back seat of a Volkswagen. Ah. We went to... So Andy owned a Beetle, <laughs> and the battery yes, in sir. a Beetle is under the back seat. And so there were... We had some people sitting in the back seat on the way to the movie once... And they they sat down, and the way they sat down on the underside of the back seat is is metal wiring. Like mm-hmm. imagine like a bed spring. Pour that right in, directly into the microphone. Keep the going. this story is too long. No no no, it, go yes. ahead. But, Basically, the long like, and the short of it is it touched the battery. It, the, the wire touched was this a single wire touched both contacts of the battery and it heated the wire so that it caught the underside 
of the rear seat on fire. Yeah. And on, so, fire? on fire? Yeah, because the underside of those seats... Uh, it basically turned the, the, the seat underneath like, into a hot plate, yeah. and it caught the upholstery so when they on got fire. Out, when they got hot. out, once they got off the seat... It, all this oxygen swooshed in, yep. and, all, and, a, and the fire erupted in the back seat. Literally, there was a fire in the back yes, seat. Yes, there was a fire. <laughs> oh, so you don't want to do any FBI So you don't want to fuck. No finger popping. Fire. Just don't even oh, sit give me back a there. break, guys. Oh, hey. <laughs> all right, don't so even, come don't on. even sit back there. Okay, so catching us back up on the episode, guys. We're still in the first two seconds. All right. <laughs> By the way, of so, this episode. Um, but I was gonna say before we moved on, I don't know how we got on. Uh, uh, okay. Just recap all the times Daniel should have died in this movie. One, when he was being carried by Hot Rod as Lookout Mountain was being blown yes. to bits. Two, when Devastator threw a sheet of steel through the window of the room where Springer was and firing he was rockets. looking out the window, yes. Uh, I think that's all I got other than this wreck should have surely killed him. And so then my next question becomes, why didn't they put him in an exosuit a long time ago? They should have put him in that. If that exosuit was in that ship... They should, like, that second where they have it, they're like, everything's cool. They should have right. jammed him in that fucking Nexus. And Go ahead. I'm just going to be speak from a mom's perspective. Uh-huh. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's the view we're looking for. Like, how fucking hot is that suit? You know, like, oh. you're human. You have, like... Hot? Like, literal things happening with your body. You're not going to want to be in that suit. I assume it's air conditioning. If he were to wear the suit the whole time, is that what you're saying? Yes. I'm sure that it's... He's going to so- have to go to the bathroom. He's going to have to leave. I think they probably made up. This sure is 2005 yeah, technology. I'm sure. They no, no, figured no, 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 that no. out. It's air conditioned, and there's a Listen, urinal. It's sophisticated. I, tr- I trust that they didn't incorporate this into the story mm-hmm. until it was absolutely necessary. Well, oh, my God, guys. We crashed. Did they well, just crash? Yeah. Into whatever we you crashed into, mm. you're gonna need a fucking suit. Well, it's kind well, of true. Up until now, you're not gonna here's, need a, fu- here's a fucking what the suit. suit. Here's, Excuse my language. You're not gonna need a suit. Here's what the suit does. It allows a human being to essentially function like a transformer. Kind of. And it is true that they haven't necessarily, quote unquote, needed until now because now we're on a planet where there's no oxygen, presumably. Hello. All right, let's move on from the exosuit. Get <laughs> away from this. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying they could have put him in it a little earlier. Sure. I, Daniel's very excited. Oh, yeah, one, yeah. Guys, Spy- Dad's exosuit. There is an exosuit, and he slides right on in. Just they like put Ryan. The helmet on. I, can't, I can't wait. And, <laughs> oh. uh, and uh, RC, the mother, yeah. is like, uh, Daniel, analog. Daniel, try to walk. And uh, what happens next? I like into kind of the newborn Bambi uh, sort yeah. of scene. Like he's Ooh. trying to walk, and he gets his footing. He falls. Oh no! And it's it, it's kind of cute. it is. It, it, this is a cute mo- minute. Like it's almost the whole minute is taken up by Daniel trying to learn how to use this exosuit. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> it's so even longer in, in my script, by the way. Springer says Bring something it. smart, Alec. Just he, think about what you want to do before eyes. you do it. He's like, ha, ha, ha. I know. Look at his little smirky face. So, the, so, Melody, here's the thing you don't know about this, but this is the guy that should be the main character of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, What's his name again? His name is Springer. Springer. Here, here, here's a, here's a toy version of him. Oh. He's hey guys, I've I've been living with I, this toy version for all this time. I'm just now seeing him. Hey, he's a handsome. He's, he's a, a handsome fella. What's up? He's a triple changer. He's commanding. Sp- like I got this. I'll take care of this. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He he's actually uh, he he's at, but, uh, my guess is the reason he's not in consideration for leadership is he just doesn't want it. He just uh, wants to be good at what he no. wants to do, but, you know, you and know, that's the, it. The he doesn't want to deal with the politics. Yeah. He doesn't want to deal with all that bullshit. He just wants to kick ass. And so and anyway, 
It's been, yeah, in, in the script it said that he's supposed to be like the Indiana Jones character. Like, that's, how, that's his personality. So he's Love the most Indiana. inherently heroic. Yeah, he's the one who does, <clears throat> I've said this in like almost every episode, he's the only one who does anything good in the whole movie. Like, he <laughs> right. does everything. But uh, but uh, as Transformers lore will play out, he then never becomes a leader or anything like that. He's just a cool just dude. kind of there. He's just a cool guy. Cool dude. Uh, yep. But at any rate, uh, so he sarcastically, or not sarcastically, I'm sorry, he just gives his brand of hard-boiled advice around, uh, you know, think what you want to do before you do it. You know, Daniel, again... <laughs> Continues to uh, kind of prance around until and then finally does a weird front he can flip, doing an amazing front flip. He's hey. he's getting you know it's a well, little stumbling. Is that like like I I've proven myself like as well, soon as I can do a front flip I've I've made well, it. Well, you can you can tell he's gonna get the hang of. There's RC. Oh yeah, You've got some smiles going on. Like hey, yeah, front again, flip. they're all having a good time. <laughs> they're cutting up. It's a moment of levity. Forty eight forty. Ultra Magnus comes up and is Ultra like, Magnus hey guys, all right. We needed to get some work done. Right, right, right. And uh, and uh, showtime's over. I mean, <laughs> fuck, guys. <laughs> Moving on. And so um, I've never thought about this, but this is actually a pretty good setup to it. The tense moment later on inside Unicron that actually really pays off. Daniel not understanding how to use his uh, his machinery. Oh, yeah, it comes back. I, like, like, I think... Like, I've never thought of this as a setup to that before, but it's a nice setup. Like it came out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is well also. Done. I mean, they do. Yeah, it comes back whenever. Uh, spoilers later. Spike tells him how to, you know, use a feature of the suit that he hasn't utilized yet. Right. Well, thanks for backing me up. Yeah. My it's wife can stop laughing. So <laughs> what what so captured weird. your imagination with that? Uh, is it me guys. just trying to take control no, over the show? No, and you? like I like. It's just fun to see you guys really dive deep into this experience mm-hmm. because, like, all I see half of the screen, almost half of the screen is just like, what is? Is this the planet? It's a map right painting, yeah, of a planet. Yeah. planet so the manet of the planet, the manet, the manet of the planet, word up, the planet, and then the other half is like. I'm going to walk out onto the planet. And uh-huh. then, of course, I am so new to this. I don't understand what's brought them to this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, I, of course, I appreciate, like, hearing my husband. <laughs> <laughs> like how you delivered wow. that. Hearing, hearing my that's husband. Cold. No, no, that's, that's warm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, that's warm. Mm-hmm. Like, you're hearing my husband really get into, like, everything that's brought them to this point. Yeah. Right here. We're really into this. I mean, I get it. So I'm laughing because it's so foreign to me, but I also stifled my laugh to myself until you and welcomed <laughs> Broke that fourth wall. Until you pull, were pull, like, hey, Melody's laughing, and well, then it was like, blah. Don't worry, I'm editing all of that no, out. No, no. Yeah, it's all gone? Unless oh. it's humorous. <laughs> unless, it, unless it plays yeah, I mean, well. I mean, no, it was sweet. Aaron asked us a couple of podcasts ago whether we thought this would go the distance, and I always kind of thought it did. But yeah, yeah. Wait, so. wait, how many more minutes do you have left? Like 30, right? Uh, 38. Wait, about I heard the minute. Thirty-five. Oh, that's guys, so sad. Guys, that's crazy. So I'm jumping in yes, at a really integral sad. part, mm-hmm. and of course, like <laughs> according to Ryan, this is like the cutest part. It is the cute minute because you've got the female perspective. Yeah. And I'm a mom, and Aaron's a stepdad, and so um, you know I can really relate to your female. Uh, what's your name? RC. 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 So I can understand her willingness to like try to make sure that the 
The Daniel St. Cows. Daniel! Yeah, she's the surrogate mother for the, yes. the, the kid. I do have one thing that I'd like to talk about where um, Ultra Magnus says, Showtime's over. We've got work to do. But I would like to just say that it's it's not really showtime. Daniel's got to, if you're going to force this nine-year-old to do work for you out on this planet, that, uh, you know, you need to let him train up a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean... What does train-up mean? What does like, that look well, like? figure out how to walk in the goddamn suit. Just think about what you want to do before you do it. Showtime's over. Now get out on that planet, kid. I mean, right. he does, Isn't that what we he does from, stumble. like, most animals? Like, you know, you see those deer, like, blah, 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 and then all of a sudden, like, they're walking, right? Yes. <laughs> That's what happens. It is, he does, you do I, see I, it out of, when he comes I, out of the show. I don't know still if you're he was saying the Disney Bambi moment. I called that. <laughs> So uh, the Autobots are emerging from the ship. They look around. Obviously, this place is a real shithole. Um, and uh, they scan the area, and Daniel whistles. This must be the junk capital, capital of universe. universe. We close out with a shot of the Autobots in the distance, marching out into piles of junk yeah. to gather supplies, mm -hmm. repair their ship. But something doesn't feel uh, oh, I'm so excited. Whoa, 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 I'm wait. so excited. Wait. No. No, yes. How do you know that something doesn't feel right? Is there musical tones? Well, because like, we know something's going to happen. Because we know what how happens. How do you know? Because you, I need to know. We know because at 49, well, this is paused at 49.01, but at 49.00, uh, there's a... Legs? There's a... Uh, something? A, a, a back, uh, there's a foreground element that mm -hmm. is, it looks different it's from the background element. It's not painted in, it's a cell. So we know it's going to move. Something's going to happen. We know, that we know it's an animatable element. That, something's coming. That's right, well, and, and that and that um, we've us and the listeners have uh, seen this watch movie. Watch this movie nine hundred. So we know exactly. what's, we know what's coming. It's true, but it's I'm looking at the screen. Bottom right, there are these. Are those legs? No, it's a back of somebody. I think somebody's I, back. I, mean, I think it's just junk. Someone's got some. Back. I think those look like legs to me. Like know, extensions. They're, they're like just pipes on some. Oh, yeah. they're pipes. It's just, back. It's just pipes. junk. It, junk. All, it's junk. Okay. This is junkatron. What's this? <laughs> junkatron. What's this? It's, it's not, the planet of junk or junkion. It's not Junkatron. It's Junkion. Junkion. Yeah, let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> junk, junkion. So that's just junk. And that's not an exoskeleton. It's an exosuit. <laughs> Which I have a lot to say about that in my... my, my I'm is sorry. Is it time for those? Um, first... All right. Before what we you got? go into that, how is it that Perceptor is aware of the planet of junk? But, but not isn't the junkions. Aware of junkions. Hmm. Uh, that's a great question, actually. <laughs> I never even really thought of that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, All right, guys, you guys know what it's time for. Oh, hey, it's no. time for script deviations. <laughs> Well, you, you can explain it anyway. Well, I was going to let you do it. You were getting I'm ready sorry, to jump into it. No, Listen, you don't hey have guys, to apologize I don't to me. care who explains it, but someone uh, so, please catch me up. So basically, we have two scripts. Ryan has an early version, Aaron has a later revision, and we talk about how the original writing of the script deviates from what from we're what we seeing see on, screen. on screen. Oh, damn. <laughs> and pretty... So um, I actually don't have my, anything, really. So okay. I'm looking forward to yours. That, like, the only thing, the only thing, I just point out a couple notes, 
that uh, the script says that the suit, quote unquote, fits over his body like a grid work metal cage. Yeah. And the training goof off sequence is pretty much the same, but in my version of the script, it's Springer that says Showtime's over instead of Ultra Magnus. That's okay. all I've got. So I, I that's very that's similar, fun. actually, to mine. Um, so here's where we start. It basically starts with RC. Uh, she steps forward with a smile. The, the, the grid-like suit. What could that mean? I don't I, know what a grid-like suit is. Either. I mean, I think about the grids they used when the Decepticons were transformed into their new forms from their old beat-up forms, and I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it means like just a skeletal some suit yeah, of some kind. Know, yeah. And then RC says, "I think Daniel can make himself useful with this." <laughs> holds the grid-like metal frame, quote-unquote suit. What is it, RC? An exosuit. Starts helping him into it. And then he gets inside the suit, which is over his body, and the Perceptor says, the external skeletal structure of the exosuit increases the wearer's strength and capacity by a factor of 500. Even more, perhaps. In other words... There is no... Uh, that's oh, one where we actually don't do it. They clear it up for him. Daniel okay. in this cage. Springer says, don't fight it, Dano. You control an exosuit by thinking about what you want to do before you do it. And then Daniel, brown-knitted, thinking, says, thinking... Thinking. <laughs> uh, suddenly starts moving and starts tap dancing rapidly. Oh, tap bounces dancing. off the walls. Little motherfucking Savion Glover up in here. Exactly. <laughs> Spinning upside down, then flips over several times and lands in a splat in a splatter. Legs spread, arms this way and that, amused, startled and unhurt, and all laugh at him. And Daniel says, "It's kind of tricky." And then RC says, "For the first time out, you were great." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me okay. try it again. For the first time out, you were great. <laughs> and then Springer says, Showtime. Yeah, like you said, Aaron, Showtime's over. We got work to do. And then as Springer, RC, Daniel, et all come down the ramp around the lush, quote unquote, vegetation of growing junk clumps. Um, and Growing junk clumps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then Daniel whistles and says, this must be the junk cup capital of the universe. Uh, so basically the same thing. Although I will point out that in this one minute, uh, uh, Ron Friedman has made two typos. One would be uh, a J instead of a U in universe, which literally makes it Juniverse. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, the oh, other one no. was uh, oh, there it is. It, whenever a, a Perceptor says factor of five hundred, factor is spelled with a P instead of an O. Facts per. So this is Facts like per. like hour ninety seven of a coke fueled like rewrite binge. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, even factor. Me- even Melody gets <laughs> universe. Even Melody gets that Ron Friedman's script is a little bit of a bore sometimes. It's wordy, but again, it's a first draft. You write and then you cut. So that's it for that one. Oh man. Uh, oh shit. You know what? Oh Jesus! Call the Ghostbusters. Call the Ghostbusters. The- All right, so, okay, we get it. We can. Yeah. That's all I know. I'm throwing it in. I'll just say for me, Daniel in the space suit, I've got a little toy version of it right here. It's great. I guess I guess uh, you know, we were talking all this episode about how uh Daniel really did nothing for us, but I guess in my head, at that time, I got a little excited because it made me think maybe. Just maybe. Perhaps we can get uh Well. We might be seeing some of some transformation of that suit in a little bit. I don't know. Hey. Um, <laughs> Melody, did you have an iconic moment that Was stuck there a moment that minute? stuck out to you in this minute? My iconic moment is oh. obviously RC 
she has a real maternal moment with yes. this child, Daniel, mm-hmm. yes. where she wants to make sure that he's as successful as he can be. I can relate. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's going to shove him into the suit or whoever. Springer puts him in the suit, sure. Suit. But like she understands that he needs that to be That's successful. Right. She's giving him the tools for success. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like just to back up from that in a real like s- silly way, mm. she's she's pink. I love pink. Yes. And um and you know like you know back in the day I'm sure they felt like that was the only way to really relate yeah, to females. Yeah. It's pretty quintessentially hey, female. guys, yeah. here's this robot. She's pink. True. She loves Daniel because she's a mom. Yeah. yeah right, like right. blah blah blah. <laughs> That's true. We, we've but, talked you know, about like, gender roles in the Transformers mm-hmm. universe. It's here's, not interesting to have an actual woman. Whatever that means for people who are experiencing this movie for the first or the hundredth time. For me, I'm experiencing this minute for the first time, and I can relate to R.C. in a really meaningful so you mom bring up way. Part of that is also you the voice talent. Something interesting. It's true. I, do you think that R.C. was created? For female viewers of the movie, it doesn't matter if there was a female in existence prior or after or whatever. But I am a mom at that time, and I have children who are watching this movie. So do you think it was I have for to, mothers? I had to pay to, to bring my hmm. child to watch this I movie. I hadn't even right? thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, Kayla, Brian, you guys are all oh. experiencing experiencing this in your own special way. But I, as a mom at that time. I'm the one pulling my card out and paying for that, right? That's a like, unique new insight. That's true. I, like so, I never thought I've about never like heard it. anybody talk about that. It's been the RC the, was created the, so that mothers who generally probably had to take their kids to mm-hmm. this movie yeah. um, uh, saw really, a female maternal presence on screen. So it didn't just see... It's a vessel I for sympathy. Never that's interesting. A vessel for sympathy. Even her, that's interesting. And even more interesting is now today, I think RC, I'm not, I don't read the IDW comics, but uh, RC's character is definitely amplified in those, from what I understand, in terms of like, she's a badass. Yeah, she's, she's, like, been, she's like a uh, given ninja badass. Like, there's no maternal instincts. I mean, they don't, uh, force her to, they don't force her to interact with humans or human nine-year-old uh, boys, but... They they make her she to be a you know like a straight up stone cold murderer, oh. but uh, AKA you know. all the moms fucking out there, <laughs> all the murderer moms. It is, uh, or she's just a sexy girl. <laughs> Whatever you guys you take want. Take it all away from her. But I'm a mom, talked, so I can relate to her. We have not talked about banging her. <laughs> Ryan has did. talked. Ryan, no, I don't. Did we? No. I did. No. Oh, no, Ryan no. did not. No. You talked I about. I you said she list- had no back. I'm that even listening to this misogynistic thing that you Ryan's, said. Brain's not going to say that kind of stuff. Next time on the Autobot Decepticast. Well, there's no welcome wagon. No welcome wagon. Hello, is. stranger. Flavor for you. Uh, Hot Rod leaves a piece out, and actually, no, he does a great job. <laughs> Turn around real quick. And for an episode 50, it's actually pretty uneventful. Five it is. Zero. It really is. Yeah. 50? That's the golden episode. <laughs> Some might say that our text chain from last night that maybe we don't feel so good about, the entire conversation was about what we should do for our 50th episode. And the I consensus came to... Nothing. Okay, everybody, listen to the show. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. And hey... You know what? Don't forget about that social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of them at APodDCast. And then there's the web presence, mm-hmm. autopoddeceptacast.com. Ryan, anything What are we putting up on this there? one? Oh, God. I don't. There'll be something. Something's going to happen. <laughs>
Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. <laughs>